Hey, Sean, how you doing? Well, I'm doing good. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. It is. Would you like to know how long it's been? I, well, I've got a guesstimate, but I bet it's not as long. It's bet it's longer than I think it is. How long has it been? <laughs> longer than you think. That's what she said. Um, it it has been at least nine days of pain and suffering oh from goodness. a sinus and ear infection. Yeah. Let me tell you that. So apologies up front that I sound strange. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's been a while. Yes, we've had illnesses in in, in Janet's life, and uh, and just sort of. <laughs> Uh, just sort of life happening to Sean. I'll spare you the details, but we've we've had a rough go of it trying to um, scare up a time for us to be able to do this, and so we're giving it a go. Um, you, may, a go. You, you may hear a cough or two from you may my partner. There uh, may or may not be a cough drop floating around in the mouth here. So um, thanks for your patience. But and all of that aside, all I mean right. our lives, our drama is irrelevant. Right. Um, I need to let you know, I it's this is kind of getting old, but I had to quit another job. Another job. No, for, another I didn't get fired. Job. Didn't get another, fired this time. Okay. Right, well, you just quit. Okay. I had to quit. Well, uh, the news tells me there's lots of things available out there <laughs> job-wise. So. The interwebs say that there are... Wait, what have we moved on to? Well, you know, I was... The, the, the toothpick. The toothpick, sure. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, you know, I, I, I expressed my concern that there might be some whittling, perhaps, that had mm-hmm. to be. Well, there was. Um, <clears throat> I was worried and, about repetitive stress injuries. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was worried about. It can happen, and yes. it's real. Um, but also, you know, the whittling, and there's sharp things. Mm-hmm. And, well, I lost <sighs> fingers. Oh my goodness. Uh, but then they reattached them, you know, because of course there was somebody there with a Ziploc bag with some ice. So mm-hmm. off we went. <clears throat> I, lots of surgery going on these days with the yes. facial reconstruction from the turkeys. And that's right. Anyway, so I've got my fingers back and I think I found a better option. All right. Okay. Josh Palmer. Um, so his uncle uh, owns a used car lot. All right. And apparently, I didn't know this was a thing, but there, um, there is an issue with the air in everyone's tires. It has okay. to be replaced with new air. Oh, so, it runs out, or it just gets yeah. stale. Okay. Well, sometimes it gets yeah, a little, a little stench. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so I have been um, hired as the VP of uh, Tars. And, and, don't, and don't confuse that with tires. If you might be from way okay. down south, um, that is tire air replacement services. Oh, um, so yeah, on the VP of tires. That's a nice little play on words. Yeah, yeah, it works yeah. out well. So uh, I start tomorrow, and yes. my job is to oversee the removing of and the replacement with air in all the tires on his car lot. <clears throat> All right, man. So, I mean, I, how can it go wrong? Some jokes that are going through my head that are not safe <laughs> for a family podcast. So I'm, we're just not going there. But okay, I, I hope, well, okay. hopefully it is. Hopefully it's safer. I think it, um, it, fewer sharp objects. Yes, apparently um, you have full coverage because you've had lots of surgery lately. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. It's going to break the bank. So yeah. Well, anyway. well I hope this last. Um, 
you know, pass the next podcast, but if not, I hope so, so too. The job market is wide open. There's lots of stuff yeah. available. So it's yeah. open. So well, folks, um, thank you again for listening to another episode. I'm sorry that's been so long since our last one, but you know, stuff happens and we have stuff in the, in the kitty to review. Um, I am excited about this podcast. Um, if you need to contact us, we're on the Twitters and the Facebooks and our email address is should I watch that two one at gmail.com. And why am I excited about this podcast is because we are, and I think this is a first. Uh huh. Janet is a, is the tracker of all. She is the historian of our podcast. <laughs> I think this is the first time we're reviewing all movies that were in theaters instead of some on streaming. I don't think we've done one where everything we've done is every, it was all in theaters. I, being the keeper of all the things, might beg to differ. Okay. Um, Actually, we did uh, Black Widow and uh, Fast and Furious 9. Oh, okay. Well, I hated Back one of July. those movies, so that's why I blocked it out. So Probably so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, this is episode 25, so this is only number two where we're, we're foregoing the streaming stuff. And well. Because we've got lots of stuff to. Well, hold on to what you got. Uh, back in June, we did A Quiet Place 2 and Cruella. Yeah, but Corella was available. So I'm going to get a pass on this one. Okay. But so it's one of the movies on our list, so I guess I should shut up. So anyway, but I'm glad we're doing it because of our poor track record with Netflix. We're going to just take a break from Netflix for a while. We're going to we're going to let them sit in a corner, let them think about what they've done. Think about what they've done, honestly. And, and how they can do better. And we are going to review three movies that were in the theaters. Um, so... Uh, movie number one that we're going to review, Disney Fair, Disney Family Fair, I would say, although it's PG-13. Uh-huh. And the first movie that we're going to review, Star Power of Plenty, two big, big, big stars in it, and that would be Jungle Cruise, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Mrs. Jim Halpert. <laughs> Jim Halpert from The Office, Emily Blunt. Uh, who is married to John Krasinski. They're just one of the just cutest button couples in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and uh, uh, Mrs. Jim Halpert's career, John Krasinski's career has really taken off uh, with uh, with Jack Ryan and some other stuff that he's done. And of course, you know, she's been a movie star and in The Quiet Place and stuff. They, they worked on that together. But um, mm-hmm. big, big star oh. power. I know Mrs. you're not a fan of The Blunt. <laughs> Well, I, you know, I'm not, harsh words. Harsh words. <laughs> I'm not ever going to say I'm pro blunt. Okay. Um, you know, in this film, I did not find myself being anti blunt. No. no. So yeah, there's that. Um, but I, and this one, this was one of those where I was like, I'm going to follow my sword and go see this for our listening audience. The people. The people, because not one of, you know, the top of my list. I would never have seen this if it were, if it weren't for the podcast. Right. Um, and I was actually pleasantly surprised. Uh, I, yeah, I, yeah I, I find myself being more and more a fan of The Rock. His acting has improved tremendously mm-hmm. from Scorpion King or whatever the flippity flop he was in way back. Um, yeah. He definitely seems much more comfortable on the screen now than he than he did when I think in his acting career started, because mm-hmm. he was kind of kind of cringy in the Mummy there, 
And or the was it the Mummy or the Mummy Two where he was a Scorpion King? I think it was the Mummy mm-hmm. Two. But then maybe. he had his own Scorpion but then, King. Yeah, then they did their own Scorpion yeah. King movie. Um, some but, of the worst special effects ever with the, with oh, the CGI God, Scorpion King. It's so bad. <laughs> but I mean, if you see him now, I mean, Hobbs and Shaw or what? Right. Yeah, and the yeah, I mean, he he's like a pretty pretty decent action hero these days so yeah and he he's he's pretty bankable i mean you know he's he, he's somebody that you put on your marquee um you know yeah. whenever he's in the movie so um uh, uh, the only other person that i really recognize is in it when he, he wasn't in it that long was paul giamatti um as mm-hmm. sort of a side character as a boat owner uh in the in the amazon there um did you, did, was anybody else in it? You, you usually know people that, you know, were in other TV shows and movies and stuff more than I, but was anybody else in there that stood out to you as? Immediately. Um, Immediately. It was Prince Joachim, uh-huh. uh, the, the German prince. <laughs> yeah, I loved his accent. Anyway, uh, but I, I don't know if you ever watched any of the Fargo TV series. No, it's one of those things. I love the movie and it's in one of those things okay. that's always been on my, I got to watch that thing. Should have watched that. Yes. Should he watch that? Um, so he was he was in one of the seasons of Fargo from 2015. Uh, he and Kirsten Dunst. Oh, yeah. What, was that? Was this the bad guy? Um, no, no, no. He's the one where she she was driving, hit a guy with her car who came through the windshield, uh-huh. and she drove into her garage, parked the car. And went inside with the guy still in the windshield. Oh, okay. And then eventually tells her husband, "You need to help me figure this out." Oh, okay, okay. And Jesse Plemons, the actor who played Prince Joaquin, was her husband in Fargo. Um, and they are actually a couple in real life. Bom bom. Did you know that? He was. He yeah, also I, had a I, really. He, he was in Breaking Bad. He was in Breaking Bad, wasn't he? I think. He I was, don't I, I, recall. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead with what look you know. That I'm going to look at my. Yeah. Have, your, have our people look that up while I'm talking. Anyway, he was really also nice. in a really good movie from 2018 with Jason Bateman called Game Night. And he played oh, the... Yes! Yes! He played that the weird neighbor. movie. Yes. That was a fun movie. Yes. Yeah, so... I'm sorry that I did not remember that. Shame. Shame upon you. Yes, Fargo. Yeah. I'm looking. Yeah, he was in Breaking Bad. Thirteen episodes oh, of Breaking Bad. Really? Yeah. Why do I not remember that? Well, he was a uh, he was a guy that started out as sort of someone that helped them, um, and he was sort of portrayed, I believe, as somebody that wasn't all that smart. But he uh, he sort of did some evil shenanigans and sort of uh, took over really? the business from them for a little while and became a not so nice person um, towards the end of the season. It was towards the latter half, I yeah. think season four and five. I know it was in the last episode. Cause I remember when he, when he got it. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah, and so um, huh. yeah, that that's, yeah, that's where I recognized him from to game night. That's why that's yeah. My wife yep. and I went to go see that movie. And that was, a, that was a fun little surprise. It was really, it was one of those that had a lot of, um, there was a lot of physical comedy in it. Yeah. And, and Jason Bateman can do no wrong, so it was. And he was even part of the part of sort of a semi-twisty ending there. At yes, the end. you realized yes. he was kind of behind a lot of stuff. That was that was a fun movie. That was a good movie. Yep. But um, anyway, so Joe, I, I I have thoughts um, about let's, this. Let's it, hear it. It was the whole time I was watching this movie, I was like, "This is a throwback 
to a late 80s, early 90s. And I mentioned The Mummy because the whole time I was watching it, I was like, this is the this is like The Mummy. This is like one of those, you know, sort of uh, special effects heavy, uh, big action type thing. But a lot of the action has sort of comedic elements to it. You know, mm-hmm. like we, oops, we accidentally escape because we can flail around on a ladder and then we're hanging out the window on a ladder and, oh, it's nice that a bus just happened to stop right below us. And mm-hmm. it, it felt, it felt sort of, uh, if you remember Raiders of the Lost Ark, it fe- if, a lot of it felt like the scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark where Marion and Indy are being chased through the Persian market. Um, my, my notes actually say a la Indiana Jones or Romancing yeah. the Stone. Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely had that feel to it, um, which which I kind of appreciated. Cause I know, know, it, it, it was kind of a nice throwback. And I'm the yeah. same, going into it, I kind of was the same way as you were. I was like, yeah. Mm. I saw the previews. I said, it looks, you know, it, it looks like it's going to be sort of a well-known, th- well, well, well-done movie. I wasn't really expecting much from it, but mm-hmm. I was like, eh, okay. I'm a, yeah, but I, 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 I kind of need to watch this. I, I want to watch this just to see how well that the well that they've done that, uh, you know, the setup is, I mean, you know, the setup is typical sort of archeological fair. You have a voiceover that explains the magic tree that they're trying to find in the Amazon that what has the flower that cures everything or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, and there's an arrowhead or a secret MacGuffin or something in there that you got to get, which tells you how to get there. And, you know, well, and I, I didn't realize, cause I thought you know, when I saw it was Disney, I thought, well, maybe it were, there were characters that I wasn't familiar with, but yeah. it's actually a movie. It's just based on a ride at Disney. Yes. I remember on the, I, I, I rode that ride when I was like six or seven years old. I remember like what? There even is sort of an homage to that ride in the game yeah. because mm-hmm. it's uh, uh, Dwayne uh, Dwayne Johnson, the Rock's character is he's a little bit of a, a huckster and that he mm-hmm. takes people for rides and he's got this little thing set up where oh no look out it's the hippo and you know, <laughs> he pulls a lever and a hippo pops up and it looks scary or something and it looks kind of cheesy. And, yeah. Um, so they do have, but that's, uh, I'm not spoiling anything. That's, that's what mm-hmm. all of three minutes of the movie when you're establishing his character <laughs> and sort of what he does for a living. Um, well, and he had some great puns. I didn't make note oh, of any yeah, of them, but he yeah. had, like, he had some really cute jokes <laughs> <Yeah>. that were. <laughs> and, and that was sort of, that was sort of humorous. Cause I think there was a girl on the, on their boat that said, mommy, make him stop. I guess <laughs> he kept saying all these bad jokes. <laughs> But um, and it's it's uh, it's well done action fair. Uh, the 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 practical stunts that are done in the movie are done well. A lot of the movie, uh, I was distracted. I don't think the CGI is is very much up up to snuff in mm-hmm. today's movie world. Um, there's a there's a jaguar that you know is not a real jaguar. I mean, it's obviously yeah. a CGI thing. And even there's some monstrous creatures that appear, sort of a la the mummy. Um, mm-hmm. that they fight in the, in the, in the movie that, um, again, th- they don't look particularly terrifying. They look very fake, uh, which when I'm watching a Disney movie, I just kind of expect, but you know, but that, sometimes I think maybe they do that a little bit on purpose because they don't want them to be too scary if they want guess, kids maybe. to go see it kind of a thing. Um, so yeah, I, I'll, I, one thing I'll say about the movie 
Okay, because there's a, there are some stuff I'm not going to give away because mm-hmm. there are some things in the movie in the trailer because in this in this era of trailers give away everything. Mm-hmm. There are some aspects of this movie that they did not give away in the trailer, and I'm not going to give it away here. And I will say, and I think uh, we didn't talk about this pre-game, but we probably know you probably know what I'm talking about. There's something that is revealed mid-movie mm-hmm. um, that I did not see coming. I didn't either. And I was surprised by it. Yeah. And until that point in the movie, I was like, I was, I was ho-hum, ho-hum. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's checking the boxes. There's, 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 uh, you know, fights and running around and jumping on boats and running away from people and punching people. And, you know, and this is sort of revealed and I, and this little secret is revealed and I, and I perked up and I was like, okay, I didn't see that coming. So it got a couple points for me for that. Yeah, I agree. I, I didn't I didn't see it. It wasn't like, oh my god, Fight Club, but it right. was like, dude, right. well, that's interesting. Yeah. So yeah. I it get it got a point for that for sure. So I, so I gave it points for that. And it and it held me through the rest of the movie. That that part of the plot added to it helped me through the rest of the movie mm-hmm. and helped me want to carry it through towards the end. Um the movie ends well, let me let me be careful what I say. The the latter half of the movie, I think, is better than the first half of the movie. Um, yeah, yeah, I, like the the action and right. the reveals and the the Indiana Jones kind of solve the riddle. Yeah, when they figure. get to the final destination, yeah. I think it's it's pretty good. Yeah, now, there's one thing in the movie that did not work for me at all. Do you think you uh, can guess what it is? <laughs> let me think. I'm thinking. We, I didn't give it away. We didn't talk about this before the podcast started. I was just curious if I asked this question. It has nothing to do with hair. Well, okay, that was I, the first place I went was hair and makeup. Um, I can't quickly think of it. Do tell. The, well, the if there was supposed to be any sort of romantic chemistry between Brock <gasps> and Emily Blunt. Yeah. Now, I don't know if Emily Blunt is too tiny and The Rock is too gigantic or what. Whoa. But it's... Logistics. And again, I'm not not giving anything away, folks. I mean, okay, this is a man and a woman that are going on a journey together to find some secret thing in the woods. Okay, there's going to be some sort of... uh, you know, it's not like heat type romance, but but they do develop sort of a fondness for one another. Yeah. And that relationship grows throughout the movie. But man, I did not buy it one single iota. No. And now that you say it, I it didn't jump out at me because it was so clear going into it what it was supposed to be. Right. right? But yeah, I, I wasn't feeling it. But then you know, it, you, You've seen movies before, though, where yeah. you can feel some romantic chemistry on the screen yeah. I remember uh what emma stone and uh andrew what's his name uh, that was in the spider-man movie I, I, they, they went out for a little while after that movie started so i'm sorry if you hated it but i thought that they you know, it's well known that those those guys liked each other in the movie and i thought that translated into the screen <laughs> you can just see what Shannon i doesn't see. agree <laughs> She's going to mention flipping Twilight about the romantic chemistry between Edward and whatever that mousy, whiny teenager was in that movie. So. <laughs> but my point is, I didn't buy any of it. I didn't buy that they even, it, it didn't look like they liked each other, really. I mean, I almost would have liked it better, I think, if, if they would have ended it with, 
them being close friends or they opened up a business together or I don't know. Right. Right. But not. Yeah. I mean, like you couldn't feel the heat through the screen, but I mean, you, you could see there was banter and Mm -hmm. there was, you know, Oh, you are the most irritating person in the world, which means I'm going to fall in love with you. You know, whatever. And the other, the other general weakness of the movie is uh, her brother. And I didn't, I didn't understand why he was in the movie other than to be comic. Yeah. He, yeah, he was only there for comic relief. There were a couple of times he was funny, but, but generally speaking, he was just a a little bit of waste of everybody's time, I think. Yeah. yeah, So I don't get that. One thing I did like though, is apparently that it, in the time in which the movie was set, women did not wear pants. They wore dresses. That was cute. And he, so of course she's a rebel and you know, you're going to on a jungle cruise. I'm not going to wear a skirt. So she was wearing men's pants that she had hitched up and made them fit. And so he started calling her pants and I just thought that was cute. But yeah. And I guess the other plot point that the the brother served is, is continuing on to your point of, you know, women's place in society at that time is he was sort of her stand in sometimes at meetings because, you know, she's women folk and therefore she can't speak to men about scientific topics or something, you know, obviously she's the smartest in the room and, and, you know, and stuff like that. So, yeah, that, that, that was very interesting to me that, all the words and all the science were hers, but she yeah. could, nobody would respect her opinion. So you had to get your brother to stand up there and say the things. I don't, anyway. Anyway. So, um, so yeah. Uh, so what, what, any, any other thoughts before we kind of render judgment on this thing or any, anything else stand out at you in the movie performances by bad guys or. Literally where, the, where, was, where was the bad guy from? Was he a German? Germany. Yeah. <laughs> Was his was his motive to get it to become rich? That's another thing I didn't understand why the bad guy was going after it too. If it was uh, for profitability or I, I or what. I'm assuming so. I yeah. it, it may have been stated early on, but it yeah. wasn't. I just it was just obvious that he they both wanted it and right. He was a bad dude. So yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. That's, well, that, that covers it. That's that about covers all it. So Janet, yeah. here we go. Disney. Big Star Vehicle, Jungle mm-hmm. Cruise, The Blunt, and The Rock. <laughs> Blunt and The Rock. <laughs> In Jungle Cruise, PG-13, two hours and seven minutes. Mm. Should I watch that? I say yeah. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I am not completely anti-Blunt in this one. And... It, it was, like you said, like, what we both agreed, it was a really nice throwback to like a Romancing mm-hmm. the Stone or Indiana Jones kind of thing. Okay. And um, yeah, I say go see it. Grab yourself some popcorn, kick back in your seat, yeah, and enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Sean. Jungle Cruise by Disney in theaters. Should I watch that? Well, you know, I'm going to have my qualifiers. I always have my qualifiers. <laughs> Don't don't pay thirty dollars on Di- on Disney to see this on premium access. Usually, uh, should you watch it, it's it's a light yes for me only because, uh, like like we said, it's a nice little throwback. If if you're of our age and you remember movies like The Mummy and things like that from way back when, and if you like that kind of stuff, it's uh, very formulaic at least in that regard. Um, this probably would have been a light no had it not been for the little twisty do 
in the middle really? of the movie. in the middle of the movie. It just it just didn't distinguish itself distinguish itself enough for me. Interesting. And um and like the Jaguar cheetah whatever it was it was his you know well I'm not well, that was in the movie mm-hmm. um every time it came on the screen it sort of took me out of it just because it didn't look right um oh I, and see whenever i saw it i was like oh what a pet yeah. yeah yeah so, so. i know <laughs> um so it, it would it would have been a very light no had it not been for that little twisty do and the fact that it picked up a little bit you need you need to give it about 40 minutes i think because it's, I think it's very by the numbers until you get to a certain part of the film, and then it starts to distinguish itself a little bit. It's mm-hmm. reasonably pretty to look at. There's no chemistry at all between these two people. I'm saying no. a lot of negative things, but I think it's safe for about ten years old or, or above mm-hmm. than that, as long as they can handle that kind of stuff. But it's a fun little romp. Got some good stuff. Got some good stunts. Uh, it uh, doesn't do anything to really distinguish itself, but. It's good enough. Uh, see it at a matinee if you see it in a theater. If you wait on Disney Plus, typically after three or four months, uh, if you do have Disney Plus, it'll go off of premium access and you'll be able to see it on the streaming service. It's worth the wait. That means it'll probably be on Disney Plus around Thanksgiving or Christmas, I would bet. Mm-hmm. And then it might be a good little movie to watch when kids are on Christmas break or Thanksgiving break to watch together. So yeah, light yes, light yes. Okay, okay. It's interesting because to me it did save itself uh, really okay. towards the end. So, yay. All, All right. right. So, movie right. number two is one that the- I was really interested to see because of the fact that it sort of is a pseudo-reboot, pseudo-sequel. I really wasn't sure where they were going with it. Well. Mm. Okay. And that is The Suicide Squad. <laughs> the. The. Suicide, like. The Ohio State, Ohio University. State University, right? The Suicide Squad. Um, Emphasis on the article. The um, the, the. Uh, on the correct syllable. Uh, so it was directed by James Gunn, and yes. in reading about this, uh, he says they say people say it is not a squeakle, nor is it a reboot. It is merely a another story in the Suicide Squad universe or something. Um, whatever <laughs> whatever and it was totally a squeakle anyway um and if you are not familiar with james gunn perhaps guardians of the galaxy might mm-hmm. ring a bell for you um did you know he is also the writer uh behind a tv the tv series starsky and hutch that's being rebooted oh goodness no who's playing I- the lead characters that I don't know. I just kind of squeaked a little bit when I saw Starsky and Hutch and kept going. Um, and he also is writing a series called Peacemaker for TV that's coming out um, next year. Anyway. Well, yeah, that's that's based on a character that's in this movie. Is it? Oh, oh, now yeah. I get it. <laughs> I, was like, yes, I was like, what the hell is Peacemaker all about? Yes. John Cena. Okay, so... so um, if I may go out on a limb and say, I don't want to watch anything associated with that. <laughs> oh, man. Is that a, pre- a preview what? of what this movie is? Could that be looking into the crystal ball? We'll, we'll have to see. All right. And James Gunn, Guardians of the Galaxy, too. Did you say that? Um, yeah. A bit. yeah. Okay, sorry. Guardians I need you to focus on sorry. the words I'm saying. I'm, okay. too, I'm too worried about spittle hitting my screen. <laughs> You're so worried about phlegm coming flying out of my mouth in a moment. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> uh, so I, another plethora of 
familiar names and movie stars. Yes. Starting with the beautiful and talented, and my goodness, what can she not do, Margot mm-hmm. Robbie. Yes. Once again, playing Harley Quinn, probably the, a role she was born to play, destined to mm-hmm. play, if you're familiar mm-hmm. with the character. She she hams it up and eats it up and just owns the screen every time she is on with that character. Yes. Although and, I wasn't a huge fan of Birds of Prey. I'll have to say no. That, was anybody? Um, yeah. No, but she, uh, even if she's not Harley Quinn, uh, you know, I've never seen her do something oh, yeah. that disappointed. She is mm-hmm. a really good actress. Um, Idris Elba is in this one, too. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, I believe was it Hobbs and Shaw? He called himself Black Superman. Um, if, if anyone, yeah, yeah. Um, he's also Luther. If anyone has watched that, yeah. Also, in the Marvel show. movies, he uh, plays um, the little gatekeeper of the Rainbow Bridge. And, uh, oh Pine yeah. Bridge. He was also uh, Charles Minor on The Office. Uh, <gasps> Bless his heart. <laughs> yes, you're right. I forgot about that. Um, and John Cena. Uh, Rassler, if you will. Rassler. Um, the best acting he's ever done was in a movie with Amy Schumer. Trainwreck. Yes, where he yeah. played her boyfriend. For That was the best acting he has <laughs> ever done. Or ever. <laughs> like, he will never be better than he was in that yeah. role. There's um, a scene in him with that movie, and I think either a hand towel or a washcloth that is hilarious. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's all he's wearing. So... Yes, exactly. Um, uh, and we also, uh, back from the original Suicide Squad, is Joel Kinnaman. Mm-hmm. He's, what is his name? Frank uh, Flash. Flag. 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 <laughs> oh, that's, see, and every time I heard that, I kept thinking Randall Flag from The Stand by Stephen King. Anyway, ah. um, so Joel Kinnaman, uh, may recall him from The Killing. Stop mm-hmm. what you're doing. Go watch it if you haven't. And, and the amazingly brilliant, talented, f- funny, charming, and well-deserving Nathan Fillion as TDK. Did I get we, enough adjectives in there? Yeah. Are we going to say what TDK stands for? Because it was really <sighs> ridiculous. The detachable kid. The detachable kid. <laughs> it's quite a silly part of the movie if you see it. So. Yeah. Um. You got Jai Courtney in there. You got Pete yeah, Benson he was, in there. You, you, you. Well, and he, um, Courtney, he was from Jolt. He was the love interest from Jolt, yeah. Right? Yeah. right? We've got Stallone as the voice of King Shark. I didn't uh, know that until after the movie. I, you I didn't recognize I, Stallone? I was like, oh my God, that was him. Oh so. my God. Um, we also have Peter Capaldi as the thinker. And for those of you who may be aware, he was Doctor. Um, I don't know which one he was, but he, he was, was the one, one of the more before, recent, before the woman. Before, before the, the woman, right. yeah. Um. So I, I, uh, the storyline, I don't even think it's worth talking about, well, to be I, honest. Yeah, I mean, I mean if you feel like it, go for it. The, but the nature of the movie is uh, Amanda Waller, the character of Amanda Waller, played by Viola Davis. She is a director of a prison or some sort of uber secret government agent agency where they have all the bad guys that the, the, the superheroes catch and they have them all in a prison. And what they do uh, is they send them on missions in exchange for favors or years off their sentences or helping members of their family or something. 
and they send them on ridiculously hard um, missions to to stop other evildoers in the world. And the whole premise of the movie is, you know, the ragtag team of miscreants have to come together mm-hmm. to form a unit in order to save the day and, you know, win the day and stop the evil or whatever they got to do. It's very much a superhero-esque kind of dirty dozen type movie. Uh, well, you know, we're in the dirty dozen. You have a bunch of prisoners that are, you know, going on a mission to, to stop bad guys. And so, and um, it's sort of, it's all done for sort of comedic effect that since these are bad guys, you know, they're free to do things like, toss around curse words, uh, uh, you know, that, that, that Superman would never do and uh, that kind of thing and dispatch of people in horrifically graphic ways, you know, cause the superheroes, you know, we try not to kill anybody. Gosh, darn it. And uh-huh. no compunctions about doing any of that. <laughs> so, um, well, so. And if, you, if you're not familiar with the suicide squad or the prequel, that wasn't a prequel, um, these people have something like implanted in their brain. So if you try to run or you try to do whatever, kablowie, they're going to like blow your head off. Yeah. Right. So it's, Um, it's, it's not, it's not, uh, uh, it's, it's sort of voluntary, but not, not quite. (laughs) Exactly. Um, and it, it was, it was, I feel like it was, maybe it's been a while since I saw the first one, but it felt more violent and gory than the first one. Oh, for sure. The first one was PG-13. Really? This is a okay, hard R. Okay. This is a hard yeah. R. I need to that's, go back and watch the first one again. That's the biggest difference between this movie and the first one, if you did see the movie, is okay. this it's movie very violent. is very violent. has much, 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 much more graphic violence in it. And it has, uh, you know, and it's not... Uh, you know, it's not South Park level of, of language <laughs> being thrown around, but, you know, there's no, you know, they, they don't hold back on, you know, saying, yeah. you know, your, your shits, your dams and your Fs and stuff like that. So, I mean, <laughs> they, they, so it's, that's, that's definitely, it's not, you know, not safe for work, not safe for the kids kind of thing, at least this version mm-hmm. of it. And what one of the, the, the first Suicide Squad movie wasn't incredibly well received. And one of the reasons was, that was reported was the fact that they didn't really go for it in terms of the hard R mm-hmm. and, and this is, that's definitely one of the things that they did with this movie. And I think it's one of the reasons they brought in James Gunn Yeah, is, is he was just like, okay, yeah, this is what we're, this is what we're doing. So. Well, and there, there is a really great scene. I mean, if, if you can handle the violence, there's a great scene where the shark, <laughs> he takes the guy and literally just rips him right in half. I mean, just in half. <laughs> Just in I mean, there is blood spurting left and right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so, you, so you, do, you, you do have some ridiculousness, a lot of ridiculousness in this movie. You have someone that's called the Polka Dot Man. Uh, you do have a, 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 a guy, a part, well, a shark that is walking around on with two legs and walking around on land, voiced by Sylvester Stallone. Um, and you've got people with... You know, sort of silly power, silly powers. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, so anyway, let's let's start talking about it. I mean, I, I don't. Did... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I okay. I didn't like any of the characters except Joel Kinnaman because okay. he's my man, um, and Harley Quinn. I mean, it, uh, even she couldn't save it. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go there. I'm gonna take it right there. 
I I did appreciate the fact <laughs> some of the violence though. There's a great scene where she unexpectedly kills someone. I was like, oh my god, she just did that. Right. But the way she says it is, I told myself that the next right. time I started noticing red flags, I was gonna kill him. So that's right. what I did. <laughs> it was very, it was very, uh, uh, oh, that was- very rationally with with her, you know, relationship advice that she gives herself. Because yes. let, let us not forget that Harley Quinn's character is the Joker's girlfriend or former uh-huh. girlfriend of the Joker. Yes. And that's a very destructive relationship. So yes, she's one of moves on from that. And, yes. Uh, she, and you can tell she had looked inward, right. found some purpose. And she and had dealt with it in a way that she's, she would, she would do it. Not making the same mistake twice. Um, I, you know, I didn't like the characters. I, I didn't like the rats. There were a lot of rats. Not that rats freak me out, yeah, but I'm right. like, really? Rats is how we're going to go the direction we're going to take this? And the the uh, the doc- doctor um, who played the thinker with the shit on his head. I, on his head yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. And can I, can I say what the bad guy was at the end, like the big evil? Can I say it? can i because i i want to preface it with the f word so so badly it's actually a character that was in the comic books believe it or not oh my god it's 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 a bit silly at the end and there's a they, they fight a creature at the end of the movie a large creature a large creature from space but maybe originally from the sea yeah it's it's yeah yeah it wasn't a space tuna but i it it wasn't effing space creature (laughs) that used to live in the sea but now lives in space Mm -hmm. it was the stupidest and i'm talking like with four o's stupid stupid and birds died which really pissed me off animals i mean they did nothing to hurt anybody they Mm -hmm. did not deserve to die yes i all right well okay i could rant at at the beginning of okay let me ask you this i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna go some positives that i like about it okay at the the beginning of the movie okay they 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 did they went in one direction at the, yeah. in, in a big bombastic action scene at the beginning of the movie, and then they sort yeah. of took it. Then they sort of took it a different way. Uh-huh. Were you surprised by that? You know what I'm talking about. You think because you know you start the movie and, and 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 your team is sort of broken in two. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. And they and they did some stuff at the beginning of the movie because there's a lot of people in this movie. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people in this movie that aren't in it too long. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I was surprised by that. I, I was expecting they, they didn't they didn't sort of make that known too much to the general public. Now that might be a mild spoiler, but you got to watch it to see it. So, well, and why bring in certain people? Well, if I you're think, just going to, yeah, but that's, right there. that's one of the things where I think James Gunn was trying to distinguish himself a little bit from the first movie. Um, is is by is by doing that. 
So you, you <laughs> I'm making obscene chain gestures. To <laughs> so you do spend the majority of time with a team of uh, what was it? Five people, six people. Yeah, Id- Idris Elba and Margot Robbie and and John Cena. Polka Dot uh, Man and Polka Dot Man, the shark. Rat Girl. Okay, there were enough interesting. Okay, I I really really was digging the movie. Until until we got to the part where it got kind of silly <laughs> with All right. the, with the creature that we saw, and and let me let me preface this, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I like the fact that they really went and and, and it, the, trust me, don't get mad at me, okay? okay don't uh-huh. get mad at me. Uh-huh. You're gonna get mad. Don't get mad. <laughs> I'm not saying it's as good as. <laughs> I'm not, so don't claw at me through the screen. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not saying, you know what I'm getting ready to say. I'm, oh, God. Where they went in the superhero genre, in the DC universe, they went kind of Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Okay. In that they didn't hold back on the violence. They didn't hold back on the language. Okay, you did not have people that were, he's not winking at the camera. He's not doing a fourth wall break inside of a fourth wall break. Oh he's my not, God, he, 16 walls. Right. He's not, it's, it's not nearly as good as that, but I was enjoying the fact that I was seeing a superhero movie that wasn't cookie cutter clean. I, I, I was, I liked individual moments. I, I thought it was, I thought it was funny. There's a, there's a scene in the movie where they are dispatching a group of gorillas in the army <laughs> And then they come across somebody else and you realize that it was like, uh, whoops. Whoops. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought that was funny. I thought that was really funny because I thought the lines about, you know, where he said, well, I do it cooler than you. And then, oh man, that was cooler than what I did. I mean, it was, I thought John Cena was funny. I thought he was funny as the ridiculous because it was ridiculous. And that's why it's funny. Okay. I thought Margot Robbie was wonderful. I thought that whole scene with the dictator where he wanted her to marry her mm-hmm. and how that all was just just fantastically ridiculous and then how they wrapped it up. I mean, I just it was it was very it was very, very it's an R rated Guardians of the Galaxy, if you ask mm-hmm. me. It's like mm-hmm. this is what James Gunn would have done in the Marvel Universe should Kevin Feige and Disney had let him do it. I mean, there's no way in the world he would have got away with this crap in Guardian of the Galaxy, that's for sure. Yeah. But you know, talking about Jungle Cruise, much like the first half of that movie was kind of like ho hum, mm-hmm. and then the back half of it to me was much more interesting. I was digging this movie. I mean, really digging this movie for the ridiculous action, for the violence, for the fact that it was bad guys, for the fact that I got to see, you know, language and adult and craziness and it was just fun. And then they got to their final mission. And then I was like, I mean, I, then it got silly. I thought that the, the scenes with the people that was their support crew and they're, they're, pat, they're, play, they're putting bets on who's going to die first. I mean, it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious. But then they got to the, the, the final scene with the final monster and which Honestly, they sort of make out to be a sympathetic character, really, um, because of you know what he kind of went through. I didn't uh-huh. like Doctor Who at all. They didn't. No, 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 no. That was horrible. The movie does suffer from the fact that there's too many characters to uh, introduce. Um, yeah. And anytime you have a movie like this, it's uh, 
you suffer, you suffer from screen time. I mean, it helps that, you know, if you watch the first Suicide Squad, you know who Harley Quinn was and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, but no, I, 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 I mean, was digging it. I was digging it. I was really loving it. Even the rat girl was like, okay, she's not annoying, but I mean, I, Taika Waititi was her dad. So I was like, yeah, I, I liked the few, few scenes he was in there where they were, they were talking about him, but yeah. Sylvester Stallone, I, he was, I mean, okay. He, he said one word at a time, but that character was funny. Yeah. I, I it mean, was funny. it was cute, I, but um. But the, the, the latter part of it was just, I don't know well, where they're going to go for it from here. So I respect your opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, at first, I was afraid you were going to say that you would watch this before you would watch The Matrix, for which I would have. No. Okay, no. okay, no, okay. I thought you were going to go movie. Matrix on me, and I, I'm still having PTSD from, from our five I'm eleven. Lee, I got emails about that. Trust me, I got emails and texts about that. <laughs> as well you should have anyway travesty of justice was thrown at me yeah (laughs) nice respect for whoever said that anyway well you just give me whatever uh okay so i respect Mm -hmm. i i respect and understand why you appreciated it yes okay um i was probably in there through that first fight scene on right. the island, um, the weasel appreciated mm-hmm. the weasel a lot. Still not sure what his purpose was, um, but I, after that, it turned into too, too much talky talky. Um, there even was a when lot they were banter back and forth. Yeah, there was a lot of talky talk, and then you know once we got into it and the. the it, it it went like step step by step downhill straight mm-hmm. into the abyss of despair and patheticness patheticism <laughs> that was the creature that they were fighting at the end yeah. and i sat there and thought to myself what the literal f is happening on the screen in front of me and why did i pay to be subjected to this yeah and I saw, I saw it on HBO Max. So I, I like I had popcorn, so I was like, "Thank you." There was that. I gay. It, interesting theory, perhaps because I watched it on HBO Max and I didn't pay for it. Maybe that was made me enjoy it more. Maybe if I would have went well. to the theater and dropped my dime for the ticket, the popcorn, and the large slushy that I always get, yeah, I would have been more mad. I don't know. I don't know. It was it was rough. It was very rough. And, and again, did I mention that they killed some birds that didn't need to die? There's no need for that. Mm-hmm. There's plenty enough violence and gore and splort of blood all across the thing to go around for everyone. You didn't have to kill the birds. Well, Peacemaker's coming back, man. They're doing a TV show based around his character. Anyway. Did you, did you stay for the, for the to the bonus scene? There's a bonus um, scene. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I, I mean, I knew something was coming. And, yeah. you know, I was like, oh, well. I like him, so whatever. But all right. Oh my god. Anyway. All right. Well, go ahead. You ask me first. We'll all up. right, Sean. Mm-hmm. The Suicide Squad, twenty twenty one in the theater. Should I watch that? It is vastly superior to the first Suicide Squad movie. 
in many ways. <laughs> Idris Elba is sort of a plug-in for Will Smith. They kind of sort of have a lot of the same type of powers. Um, my opinion is that the first 65% of the movie um, is a hoot and a half. I think people are funny. I think it's fun to watch. The latter 35% gets a little bit ridiculous. Um, but for me, if you like Deadpool, it's not as good as Deadpool. Uh-uh. If you like, if you want to see a super, uh, an adult superhero action movie, it's fun enough. So that's a light yes for me. So, so Janet, I'm sure agrees with me. So let's just move on to the next movie. <laughs> Zip it. So Zip Janet, it Suicide Squad 2021, Margot Robbie, Idris Elba. How can anybody not like a, not, not like a movie that they're in? Should I watch that? Um, no, you should not. <laughs> I think perhaps you should drive to your closest home improvement store buy some grout and a sharp knife and go back to your home and start working around your tub shower area, (laughs) removing the old and regrouting in lieu of watching this movie. That's a bit. Effing space creature from effing outer space, originally from the effing ocean. (laughs) It was effing stupid. Yes. <clears throat> okay, okay. Thank you. All right. I have some Would you rather feelings. watch? Here's the question. <laughs> Would you rather watch The <laughs> Suicide Squad or Con Air starring Nicolas Cage? It's <laughs> her. Gun to your head. Oh, oh that's so difficult <laughs> to answer. Which one? Come on, take make a choice. Oh, <laughs> Giant monster or bunny in the box? Put the bunny in the box. <laughs> okay, I Suicide Squad. God, really? Well, no, no. <laughs> I was maybe, sad. maybe Con Air because you like that movie. I knew you liked that movie. Maybe okay. Con Air because see, she does like it. See, she lied when she said she didn't like that movie. She does. She just said she would rather watch it. So. Remember, I'm the one that puts these together, so I can edit this any way I want. <laughs> I'm changing your vote. It'll uh, yes, my podcast. <laughs> yes, you should watch Con Air. Favorite movie all time. <laughs> Nick Cage. Uh, amazing. Malkovich, John. All right. So two light yeses and a definitely. Now it wasn't, it was a difference of opinion here. Okay. I'm not saying this is Citizen Kane. Okay. I'm not <laughs> saying this is, it's not, it's, it's not anywhere near as good as Deadpool. It's not anywhere near as good as the Matrix. Okay. Nowhere close, but I don't know. My, I guess my, you know, 15 year old looking at square words on the TV or something <laughs> made me giggle enough to where. Like I, there was, there's a gag with Polka Dot Man that I'm sorry it made me spit out my coke about what he sees every time he looks at people. I thought it was hilarious. I thought okay. that was hilarious. I thought that was another di- <laughs> what the literal f is happening. That's the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, I couldn't. I that, couldn't. Yeah, you know that guy has been in a ton of superhero movies. He re- a ton I, of superhero I, movies. 
I looked him, I, I looked him up, and I remember recognizing stuff, but nothing. There were so yeah. many other big names that I kind he's of. He's in Dark Knight. He was in Ant Man. He's in, he's in a bunch of stuff. Oh. A bunch of stuff. So. Wow. Okay, I've been okay. looking for number three. Okay. Boy, have I Boy, ever. Have she ever. We are reviewing. What are we reviewing, Janet? You have to say what we're reviewing. That would be Free Guy (laughs) with the beautiful, amazing, talented, handsome (laughs) Rian Reynolds. Rian Reynolds. (laughs) The the amazing Ryan Reynolds. Um, Directed by Sean Levy. Levy? 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 I think it's Levy. Levy, but the levy was dry. Um, a screenplay was by Zach Penn, who also did the screenplay for Ready Player One. Interestingly enough, um, isn't he anyway. Harold or Kumar? And Harold uh, Kumar go to White Castle. No, I don't have that right. No, <laughs> I, I think you were. All my movie cred is going away. I think you were. I'm going to say very wrong. You're thinking Cal Penn. Thank you. I had the last You're name right. You're okay. Welcome. Um, I like me some Ready Player One. So yeah, yeah that was good. Yeah. Uh, so not only, I mean, Ryan Reynolds clearly, like there are no words, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> um, his co-star uh, that would be Jodie Comer and Molotov Girl. I think was yeah, yeah um, Millie Molotov Girl. She she was fantastic. Uh, if you don't know who she is. She plays uh, an assassin, a serial killer, crazy assassin, and killing Eve. Killing Eve. I cannot speak enough good words about that show. It is brilliant. Jodie Comer is brilliantly psychopathic in that show, and you cannot help but love her. Um, but she did a great job in this movie. Uh, liked her a lot. A bit part in Star Wars: The Force Awakens. She played Rey's mother. And, yes, I do not recall that. Mm. Yeah, just small part. But there, there are a lot of fun people. The guy who plays Buddy, um, well, and, and Ryan Reynolds' character in the movie is blue shirt guy or guy, mm-hmm. um, and his friend Buddy. I never uh, Lil Rel Howery never heard mm-hmm. of the guy. He he was really funny, and the two of them played off each other very well. Um, and he was in Get I, Out. Did you see Get Out? Oh, yes, yeah, yes. He was, his friend. he was his friend in Get Out. Get away from them white the, people. He was, <laughs> he was, that guy. was he the one driving the car at the end? Yes. 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 Okay. He was in Fatherhood too. He was one of. Uh, I just know the <gasps> movie we reviewed. He was one of his uh, yes. Kevin Hart's friends. And, Got that right. Maybe. There you go. Um, and then uh, I, I, you said his name earlier. I'm going to miss. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it well. Um, Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played. He plays Antoine. He's also the writer for What We Do in the Shadows. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Um, and Wellington Paranormal, which is also a new show. Brilliant. Um, and I didn't realize this, but he wrote the screenplay for Jojo Rabbit. Yes. And played uh, Adolf in the movie. Hitler. Yeah, played Hitler in the movie. That mm-hmm. that was a brilliant movie. Um, and he's also currently writing uh, reboots or whatever of Flash Gordon and Time Bandits. Oh, no. I saw I'm all about that. He also, yeah. Tycho also directed uh, Thor Ragnarok. Oh, did and, he? Okay. Yeah, and then he also plays, uh, if you saw the movie, the, the rock monster Korg. Hey, guys. How you doing? I'm Korg. 
it's uh, he's he's the voice of Korg. So okay, he, he's, he's one of Thor's buddies. <laughs> he's Thor, one of Thor's buddies. And Joe Carey, don't forget about him, because uh, I this movie with my daughter, and she immediately poked up, and she said, oh, look, it's Steve Harrington. From Stranger, <laughs> Stranger Things. things. <laughs> so. And he was he was also in Molly's Game. Um, uh, that's the one about the poker game, isn't it, with yeah. uh, Jessica yeah. Chastain? Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Very good movie. Yeah. And so and his friend at work, and I'm going to butcher this one, my apologies, Utkarsh and and Budakar, something mm. close to that. My sincere apologies. Um, his character's Mouser in the movie. And I was like, where have I seen him? Where have I seen him? Uh, from the Mindy Project. He was Rishi, Mindy's brother in the Mindy Project, if anybody watched that. Uh, yeah, I've, I've seen like three episodes of that. Loved it. it. Anyway, yeah. he was Rishi. Uh, and there's some, there. I, I'll, I'll mention it later while we're doing the, there, there are some cameos in this movie that blink if oh, you missed it. Or, kind of thing, a plenty all over the place, so. Oh my! Well, okay. So, one of my favorite—I mean, the, yes, a plenty. Um, but one of my favorite things was is so so. Guy is a for they call him an N, NPC, a non-playable, non-playable character. character. Yes, right. So he is literally a video game character. So you spend part of the movie in the video game world, mm-hmm. and then part of the movie in the real world. And so he, Guy is doing his thing. Uh, and he's all about, you know, he's a bank teller and he's got a goldfish and anything. Um, but he talks about, he's talking to the audience and he talks about the characters who wear the sunglasses seem to be right. special in some way. So at one point in the movie, he decides, screw it. I'm going to take those sunglasses and see what they're all about. Well, in one of the scenes, as soon as he puts them on and starts looking around and I don't know if you if you noticed it, but like immediately like off to the right, it was sort of highlighted in blue, and it said "blatant product placement, aviation gin." <laughs> it was like, it was like off to the side. I, I was looking for things, and I saw some things. I did not see that. So I, yeah, I have to see that. But yeah, it was sort of like it, like if you weren't look specifically looking for it, it was just mm. sort of off here to the right. And I was like, wait a minute. Anyway. And I also I didn't realize that one of the uh, one of the players' avatars <laughs> was based on his wife, Blake Lively. Oh, really? Yeah. Apparently, there was a, there was a scene with an avatar who got extra points for brutality, and oh. that was his wife. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad it wasn't the blonde bimbo. I mean, that would have been bad. <laughs> it would have been in, so. Anyway. But yeah, so, go ahead. Yeah. Well, it, so our concept is in the game, out of the game, um, high level, basically they're, the game is incredibly popular. And when Guy starts making his own decisions, everybody freaks out because he's not supposed to be able to do that. Right. And he's wearing the glasses and now he can do the things. And he starts interacting with Millie, uh, Jodie Comer's character, and he sees her in the game and just like thinks she's the most beautiful girl in the world. And so he tries to meet her, but then she realizes what's happening, that he shouldn't be able to do the things he's doing and that he is a piece of perhaps some artificial intelligence right. in the game. And, and a great deal of the movie is, is why, uh, mm-hmm. why is he able to do this? Um, uh, b- because, 
you know, if, if, if anybody's ever played video games, I mean, this is sort of a Grand Theft Auto sort of clone type game where it's like, you know, there's an online portion of Grand Theft Auto where, yeah, you're a player in the game, but the game is populated by thousands and thousands and thousands of just pedestrians and people that work in stores and people that walk the streets. And it's sort of their job to to kind of die, really, and, and sort of, you know, uh, move on with life and not really interact with things. Um, but... Uh, so the, yeah, there's a, the Millie character. She starts interacting with guys. She is a character outside of the world. Millie inside the game. She's Molotov girl. And she starts to, uh, she's a player of the game and she starts to interact with him. And the big mystery is uh, he's able to act independently inside the game. And how mm-hmm. is he able to do that? And, and uh, it's very, um, okay. Thoughts on the movie are when, we are inside the video game world. Uh, it's really, really fun. Mm-hmm. And it's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. It's Ryan Reynolds. Uh, we've talked about it before. He has a screen presence and a way to deliver lines in sort of a almost self-deprecating way. There's just, there's just something that he has that's he's, that he's able to do. And he does it well in most every movie he's ever been in where he's, where he, where it's, where it's played for laughs. I mean, you know, there's, yeah. some, you know, the, the movie where he was buried in a coffin. Okay. He didn't do anything there, but, uh, no, no, he did not. but, but uh, it's played for laughs and he, he's very much sort of playing again, I think sort of a PG Deadpool almost. And, the, and yeah. the, there's a Deadpool reference in the movie that I laughed whenever I saw it. Mm-hmm. A, did you see that? It was a kid playing the game, and behind him there was a Deadpool poster. So, yes, yes. And um, and, uh, and so a lion's share of the movie is is him becoming sort of self aware inside the game, and it's not a secret that they have lots of little montages where you know the video gaming world is taking notice of the fact that this blue shirt guy is able to walk around and move and, and, and then, you know, Millie and then her former partner, uh, Steve Harrington there, uh-huh. um, <laughs> keys. there's a reason why she's milling about the game. I'm not, we won't give away everything about the movie. There's a reason why she's milling about the game. There's a secret buried within the game that she desperately needs to find for reasons. And the reason I say reasons is where the movie falls off is when you're outside of that video game world. It's yeah. when you're when you're dealing with Taika Waititi's character and the business espionage of it, and why are they doing it, and you know the relationship between uh, Keys and Millie, and whether it is whether it isn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. The movie really kind of grinds down a little bit whenever you're whenever you're out of the world. Um, so it loses a little bit of points for me uh, in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, but while you're inside the world. I mean, it's, it's fun. It, it really is fun. It's fun. It's funny. It's action filled, man. There are some cameos in there that are just rock solid by, by people. Kudos to the actors. Yes. I had to look some of them up because when I was watching it, I was like, okay, that's somebody who is that? And I had uh-huh. to the IMDB page and I was like, oh my God, that was him. Oh my God, that was him. Channing Tatum's in it. And he is a, oh. I, I don't know the last time I saw him in a movie. I oh that's a good question. It's been He's a while. Hilarious. He was hysterical because and w- one of the things that made it so funny is so you see Channing Tatum and you're like he's a kick ass he's a badass dude right but then you eventually see the guy who is playing him in the real right. in real life. <laughs> Mom, 
mom, stop <laughs> vacuuming. Well, and the mom, the voice of the mom, that was Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Yeah. Yeah, and, you, uh, and you've got uh, John Krasinski that's in that movie. You've got... What? John Krasinski was in the movie. I missed it? Where? What? <laughs> you. The reason you missed it is because the guy that was silhouetted, they were doing an interview with somebody and he was complete in silhouette and you could not see him because he was being secretive. Uh-huh. That, was, that was John Krasinski. You're kidding. No. Dang it. I missed it. He was a, he was a gamer who was who was doing an interview and, and he didn't want his, his ID to be... <gasps> I missed it completely. And Hugh Jackman was in it. Dwayne The Rock Johnson was in it. Yeah. Are you serious? Where? Mm-hmm. How did I miss all this? <laughs> there, are, there, there, there was a mask player at the beginning of the movie that she got the little file from, and he was wearing a mask, a six ski mask. Yeah, and, I and remember that. Was, that's Hugh. Was Jackman. that Hugh Jackman? That was. Hugh oh Jackman. my god! And uh, one of the bank robbers. It might have been the one that that started off this whole nonsense when he was when he finally broke character in the bank robbery mission. That was yeah. uh, that was The Rock. Are you serious? Yeah. How did I miss these things? <laughs> You're too was, busy looking at Ryan Reynolds. Too busy looking at Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Dang it. Okay. All right. Fine. Whatever. Um, uh, so Chris- to me, the, to me, the, the, when I watch this movie, and my evaluation is is going to come down to did the time inside the game with Ryan Reynolds did it do enough to off- offset? the weak part of the movie, which was the espionage business. Where, what are we trying to find and why? Yeah. See, I, I can honestly say, and I, it, it was as objectively speaking as I can about a movie with <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Um, I didn't necessarily find it weak. I, uh, it, it, well, it, I think, I mean, I, I would say some parts of it maybe went, went on a little too long, Yeah, but I feel like it got me back to in the game quickly enough that it didn't bother me yeah it was just... yeah anyway, okay but, yeah um what, what, was what, i'm not gonna, I was gonna say wasn't feeling it at all but it was just like i was like okay all right all right yeah get back to okay, the back, stuff yeah, okay we're back in the game okay <laughs> we're back in the game so uh, um i i did appreciate and there's something about like when you see somebody in the movie like that get hit by a car or get hit by a train or something. Some of that was really funny. That that fit that kind of physical comedy to me was really funny. Yes. You know, like he, he gets basically smashed by a train and the next morning he's like, good morning, goldfish. Um, <laughs> um, the, the Chris Evans cameo was. Well, yeah. There, now, okay. This is a question one. I have for you. Now the, the movie culminates into sort of this final battle inside the game mm-hmm. <laughs> between two characters. <laughs> now it was funny. Now that that was very funny. I, I wonder, and I had, I went to go see this with my daughter, and I, we had a conversation at the end of the movie because since it was at the end of the movie, okay, uh-huh. Uh-huh. this movie was made a while ago because it was it was it's been finished for a while, and I think it was supposed to come out during COVID times, right? Mm-hmm. And then they, mm-hmm. they, they canned it. And so they waited and they waited and they waited and finally they put it out. But I think, because this movie's 20th Century Fox, and I think this movie was at least started to be made or maybe finished before the 20th Century Fox and Disney merger. Really? So what my daughter and I were wondering is they have some great things that happened in the end of the movie during the final uh-huh. battle. But I said, do you think they added that in later because now they have the rights to put that stuff in their movie because now 20th Century Fox and Disney are one of the same because they, that's they, a, 
Very well, because it, and I don't really want to give too much away. That's probably a Google search away. I could look at that, but I thought, yeah, but but there was one pop culture stuff. Yes, and at one point, when a weapon and some music, I was like, my first thought. I I laughed. My first thought was, I wonder how much that cost them to do. (laughs) You know, and then they own uh, it now. I so, didn't know, right. That does make a lot of sense. I didn't yeah. even think about that. But yeah, that was probably, uh, that was my favorite cameo of the movie. Was, uh, no, well, my second favorite, Chris uh, Channing Tatum was my first, but Chris Evans Oh was, my gosh. That Chris was really good. And kudos to him for doing it. I thought that was Oh yeah. Well, I, really I, I want to say I read somewhere that Ryan Reynolds wanted him to do it or t- told him what they were doing. And he's like, man, if I could, because they were shooting in Boston and I guess he oh, was okay. already there for something. And he said, if I can do it in like, 20 minutes or less I'll do it and they explained everything to him what he was supposed to do and I think he was in and out in like 17 minutes or yeah. something like that but it was perfect it's gone, it was it was perfect yeah um there were some really funny quotes that I would like to share if I may that Go made right me ahead. laugh out loud so much made me laugh out loud There's something that made my daughter laugh out loud too so maybe oh yeah it's one uh, of these. okay Go ahead. um well one of the first ones it's kind of sappy but it made me happy and smile um when he's talking about molotov girl he says she's renting space in my brain and she won't move out <laughs> i thought it was so cute anyway, um but the two <laughs> the two scenes where he goes and orders his coffee <laughs> i mean it was so deadpool but not um mm-hmm. But the first time he goes, she's like, guy, do you like your coffee? And he's like, it's like losing my virginity, but in my mouth. (laughs) See, that's the stuff stuff where he was going. I think he was purposely trying to be anti-Deadpool almost. Yes, yes. And then the second one, he goes, it's like my tongue had a baby with a sunrise. And that was anyway. Um but my other two things are when the when dude shows up, the yes. really big guy at the end. Oh my god, he was hysterical. But he's like he bursts onto the scene and he's standing there and he goes, Catch raise. <laughs> Just yeah. about lost it. Yeah. And at this point he did and he tried to do a list of three things, and the last thing was insert third very threatening <laughs> item here or something. Yeah. Right. It just wasn't quite complete. You know, so. <laughs> or just, later in the movie, he looks at that guy and he, something he's like, you look like you're feeling adjective. <laughs> like, <laughs> Unfortunately, I think recently you may have like met some people that are about that smart, Jan. So. <laughs> Don't start coughing. I like I almost peed my pants in my seat. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, breathe. Anyway, it's funnier now than it was then. I know. But they uh when we were when we were watching the movie, <laughs> as I said, I went with my daughter. And there was a part in the movie where my daughter laughed so hard that every, the people that were in the theater started laughing at her. <laughs> And it was sort of, it was, I think, this sort of existential crisis that Guy was having in the movie. Uh-huh. Video game character, I've wondered some of these thoughts, too. Because during 
during uh, the movie, they make reference to the fact that all of these NPCs, these non-player characters, are integral parts to different missions that are in the game. Like Guy is part of the bank robbery mission. Uh-huh. And so that's why he has to do it all the time is the mission resets and then another player comes in and does it and somebody else is part of the car chase mission and somebody else is part of some other heist type mission. Well, there's a mission in the movie where you're supposed to help a grandmother find her lost cat. <laughs> And, and Ryan Reynolds comes up to this woman and, she, and he says, because he's starting to wonder about why do we even, why are we doing this? Why, why do we continue to agree to have our lives be this way? And he walks up to that woman and he said, well, maybe things would be different if you would just shut your goddamn door. <laughs> and, and he said that. And my daughter just went, bah! I mean, she just started laughing. And she was kind of the only one in the whole theater that, that laughed that hard. And she couldn't stop laughing. And eventually everybody just started snickering at her because she was just being oh so my funny. God. So, well, tell her, tell her she's not alone. I did the same thing. I sat there and laughed like a fool. Um, probably more than a lot of other people in the theater. So. Yeah. Do you, th- do you think they left? Do you think there's going to be a free guy too? Or is this a oh, yes. Really? Yes. Oh, really? yeah. It's coming. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's got Squeakle written all over it. Um, yeah, maybe. I yeah. don't know. I hope maybe it makes enough money, enough gas for, for for them to do it. I don't know which way they're going to go with it, but oh my gosh, it was in the in the game. It was uh, it was a fun ride, and it, it, and, it, and it did a good job. As somebody who I, I do play video games, I'm not big into the you know playing online. In, in that sort of setting. I know, I know what they're talking about. I've dabbled in it a little bit, but I'm the time that I have to play, I'm generally jumping on and playing something that doesn't require any sort of online thing, but right. You know, there's one of my favorite games that probably my favorite game I've ever played is a game that's similar to that. Uh, it's called red dead redemption. That's set in the old West, but it's mm-hmm. kind of the same thing, but it's with horses and carriages and, you know, and, uh, the old West and pistols and cowboy hats and the whole nine yards. So it's not set in a city sort of like grand theft auto is, but yeah. Um, but they did a good job of representing that world, I think. Oh, okay. And uh, the, uh, well, but, but going on, but going on to the, to the plot, uh, the, the, the outside of the video game movie, the reason it slowed down for me um is because predictably you kind of saw where it was all coming or where it was all going. And uh, even, even towards the end, I'll give it a little bit of credit because there was even a nod uh, at the end that uh, one of the characters said, oh, it's about time or something. And during the, the whole movie, when I was watching it, I was like, okay, who didn't see that coming from? sort of a mile away. Yeah. Yeah. Even even at that, they sort of self-deprecatingly included it into the script and was like, oh, okay, it's about time you, you figure that out lady, you know? And, yeah. and, and, and there's, and there's some, there's some things that other movies would have done plot devices. I think they would have done to try to, you know, I don't know, pull Ryan Reynolds out of the matrix or something like that, <laughs> but, you know, but they didn't try to go that way. They didn't, they didn't really go that way. So, I mean, it, kudos to them for not, you know, doing some of the predictable stuff that they could have done with the with the love triangle. Because again, I didn't think Ryan Reynolds and and Molotov Girl went together all that well. I don't. They didn't. No, they, did they, right. 
they they didn't I didn't think they went together right, but he he was also <clears throat> so not simple but so naive, I guess. Right, right. He was so naive and he was like ice cream is great. You're yes. beautiful. You know, you know, so it, I, I don't know that there was even meant to be actual chemistry between them. So did they bring Blake Lively into the sequel to become his love interest inside of the, the AI uh, world? Totally. Yeah. I would pay to see that. So, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. anyway. Well, I'm anyway. ready to call it. I'm ready to call it. I'm, I well, wait, I have been question. ready. I have been, one more yes. question. Okay. Bring it. Uh, knower of all things. Ryan <laughs> mm-hmm. um, wh- where does this rank in the pantheon of Ryan Reynolds movies? Oh, is this, is this upper half? I'm putting it on the spot here. Is this upper half? Is this middle? Is this <sighs> lower half? There are none that are bad, Sean. It's so hard. They're all pick. perfect. Um, dimples, I mean, it's, it's, it, <laughs> okay. It's, I mean, it's clearly no Deadpool, <clears throat> no. but is that number one? I mean, is oh, that yeah. the, is that's a clear number one? Deadpool oh, one oh. and two. Okay. okay. Must have you even asked. <laughs> But you spoke of nice things about the proposal and just oh, friends yeah. or best yeah. friends or what was it? Just friends? Or? Just, just friends. Um, okay. I, I would say it's, I can't say that it's necessarily better than any of those, but it's, it's at least equal in okay. how much it made me laugh and the delivery of the funny and the physical comedy I, I would say it's it's up there with the others. Okay. All right. Yeah. So we're, we're not going to do all of them on the IMDb right. page, but I'm on okay. the IMDb page. All right. Bring it. Okay. Hitman's wife's bodyguard. Uh, or worse? Um, this free guy's better. Okay. Six underground. You better say the right thing. Oh, good God. That's really low. That was a... Yeah. That was a like maybe he was drunk when he agreed to do it or something. Did I don't know. See, did you see Pokemon Detective Pikachu? Did you? Yes, see I did. Uh, I did. did. And it was cute. Okay. Free guys better. All right. Deadpool. We've already got that. I think I yeah. That question. All yeah. Right. Um. By the way, uh, kudos to Celine Dion. I got to say this when I saw the video she did for Deadpool. Oh yeah. my gosh, was that not brilliant? Yeah, you're gonna have to bring as... it. Down. You're up here at eleven. We're gonna need to bring it down to <laughs> six, maybe a seven. God, I knew we should have gotten in sync. Oh my, her, her. I mean, the song is a beautiful song. Oh yeah. But then you see someone in a Deadpool costume right. pirouetting around her. It's kind of weird. Life. Did you see life? Oh, of course. Durr. <laughs> I need to say um, anything. I need to um, see. Okay, better than life. Um, you can't really compare them right. because it was a wasn't sci-fi a drama, and he wasn't in it long enough. Okay. All right, I'm gonna scroll down just a few more. Uh-huh. Just a few more. Let's see what you got. He's a bunch of Deadpool. There's a whole bunch of little Deadpool side stuff he did that he gets credit mm-hmm. for. Uh, <laughs> R.I.P.D. <laughs> that I refused to see because it looked like the, another one. Like he either had was like, I didn't want to see that. Looks so stupid, it. so stupid. All right, Green Everybody, <laughs> oh, that was rough. Yeah, I know. I just, Everybody gets a pass or two, you know. Everybody gets a pass. All right, um, let's see. Smoke and aces. Oh, that was so good. Yes, it was. Um, again, you. 
the seriousness and the drama versus the comedy, I don't think they're comparable. Mm-hmm. Um, Just Friends? As good as. Okay. Waiting? That's the last um, one to do. Better. Wait, yeah, waiting, better waiting was pretty gross. <laughs> yeah, waiting was kind of gross. It was as good as The Proposal. Okay, The Proposal. Yeah. That's the Sandra Bullock one, right? Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, well, we'll call it. We'll call I'm it. Let, you asked me. I'm going to let you have the final word on this. Come okay, on. you're so sweet. <laughs> Sean. Yes. Free Guy 2021 in theaters. Should I watch that? Yeah, watch it. The The video game part with Ryan Reynolds on the screen, it, it really pops. It's really good. It's it's him doing, it's Ryan Reynolds doing what he does best. I, I don't know if he has to try to do this or if it's just written in his DNA at this point, mm-hmm. this sort of good natured stuff. Um, to me, uh, the movie suffers hard uh, whenever Taika Waititi and Steve Harrington are on the screen and the, the computer industrial espionage plot and what they're seeking for is just uh, the whole time. I was like, that doesn't interest me much at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but the build up to the final battle is really good. There's some uh, there's some great scenes in the final battle where even in the theater that I was at, which maybe had 35 people in it, there was some hearty laughter in the final scene and even some <laughs> even some clapping and stuff when some stuff happened, which always means that they're doing a really good job with it. So, yeah, so yeah for sure. Uh, go see it. You can pay the money in the theater to see that. And, totally. Um, yeah. yeah. I would, I would even, I wouldn't mind you paying full price. It's, it's mm-hmm. worth seeing. So yeah, definitely yeah. watch it. So Janet, uh, French actor, Rihanna, <laughs> Reynolds, um, president, <laughs> Of the southeastern chapter of the <laughs> Reynolds fan club, free guy. Should I watch that? I think you should drop that caulk <laughs> that you had in your hands earlier. Get in your <clears throat> get your ass in the car. Drive yes. to the theater. Buy that freaking popcorn. Buy that slushy or that soda. Sit down and watch this movie as soon as physically possible. Yes. Enjoy it and laugh and love it as much as i do best of the three for sure for you because it's either this or jungle cruise because you hated suicide squad so oh 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 best of the three oh best of three this is uh, (laughs) this is the hardest yes like you could give a yes yeah it's a hard yes i do question your objectivity however Wait, I have something. Hold on, in my in my pocket for. It's a bird. Oh, look at that! Where did that come from? Gene works. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! It's it's a it, oh, it's like lipstick. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> it was good. So, hey, three yeses for me though. That's a positive, people. So I, that's you, that's impressive. Honestly, very I impressive. Suicide Squad is a. Light yes, Suicide Squad yeah. is third is a third yes, number three on my list, followed by Jungle Cruise, and then Free Guy definitely. It's totally. Uh, totally. I'm trying. I'm trying to think what I've seen this summer. I really enjoyed Cruella. I enjoyed this probably as well as Cruella. Okay. To me, I think, I think Cruella overall is probably a overall a better movie. Okay. From stem to stern, but. <laughs> him to start okay so let's let just for everyone's curiosity um starting at the beginning of june okay with new movies that have come out in the theater 
to be fair, um, that you to which you have said yes. Right. Okay. A Quiet Place Two. Okay. Cruella, Conjuring, Wrath of Man, Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, Black Widow, Old. That brings us up to current. Yeah. So this is the. I had the most fun with this movie. Yeah. I had the most fun with this movie. I, th- I think Cruella maybe overall is a. I mean, I'd probably give. I mean, I give probably maybe give Cruella a half a point or a point more better. More better. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did better. you like? Did you like it, or did I you like it, it more better, Sean? But when they started talking about the computer stuff <laughs> outside the game, I was like, "Y'all, y'all need to slow down because I don't understand." <laughs> I liked it more better. Yes, more better. <laughs> then, so, so that, so that, that I mean that speaks to the strength of of the way they set up the in game universe and the way Ryan Ryan Reynolds worked within it. So, yes. So good on him. Yes. Good on him. Good for them. So well, I need uh, to go see it again for all these cameos that apparently I, I missed. I forgot at the beginning of the podcast. I have we have one more international shout out that I <gasps> forgot. Poland. What? Poland. 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 Yay. Welcome. Thank you, Poland. Thank you, Poland. So we'd have another I, one, so. I would say thank you. Uh, but I don't know how. But thank you. We appreciate it. Yes, indeed. Um so what's next for us, man? I don't know. We're kind of re- still regrouping <laughs> from life happening to me and the sickness hitting, hitting Jan in a bad way. So we're going to figure out what we're going to do next. Maybe we, we got a couple of ideas from some more top 10 lists. You guys seem to really like those. So we're going to mm-hmm. maybe approach that again later. Maybe we'll do a TV show. I don't know. We haven't done a TV show in a while. Well, I did add one to the list that I watched, but I don't know if you want to watch it. Okay. Um, but is? it was pretty jacked up. In my opinion, which one? Uh, it's called brand brand new cherry flavor on Netflix. Ooh, you okay. you check that bad boy out. I haven't posted anything on Facebook about it because I wanted to see if you wanted to watch it. Is it TVMA? Oh yeah. Is it very TV? I can't. Oh. I can't remember. Do you have HBO Max or not? I can't remember. Uh no. Okay. Because yes. I think the White Lotus was on there, and I was looking at that one, but I don't know if that's any good or not. But. Oh, it was um, worth watching. Okay. Yeah, watch that too. All right. Yeah. But we'll see what's coming down the pipe next, and, I, and hopefully now that we're sort of past our things, you guys won't have to wait so darn long for next <laughs> ones, for next movies that are coming out. But anyway, uh, we're on all the uh, podcast uh, places, Google, Apple, Spotify and everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter is should I watch TH2, right? Should I watch yes. TH2? Yes. And the Facebook and we are the Insta. The Insta as well. So keep uh, liking and subscribing and give us a rating. I, we even had a, somebody gave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much. And wrote <gasps> Yay, a review. thank you. Thank you. So thank you for writing a rating. And do that. That helps a lot. I, I, I hope, I think. And getting the I hope. Out. We are building an empire. That's right. That's what we're doing. Um, uh, merch store is a coming. <laughs> Especially the llama merch. Exactly. So way back. Um, so uh, Janet, uh, continue to nurse your finger injuries from. I will. Reattachments and good luck in your um, new in endeavor. My new role as VP of TARS. <laughs> TARS. Um, I'm very excited about that. <laughs> and but, uh, uh, I'll report back next time. Sweet.
All right, folks. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Yeah.